to give us a quick Christian prayer. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, maker of heaven and earth, and all that is in it, may your name be glorified this day. We thank you for the light of today, and we thank you for this, our assembly, and for all that you have endowed upon us. May your holy name be praised. Father, we thank you for the person you have given us, President of the Republic, and also now president-elect. We thank you for his vice. Vice President Al-Haji Mahamudu Baumia. We thank you for their wives. The women you have given them. To accompany them in accomplishing great things. May your holy name be praised. We thank you for all the faithful workers. All the faithful companions. All those who have struggled so hard to serve these men in the Flagstaff House and uh, Jubilee House and beyond, that Lord, this government will shine. May your name be praised. And mighty Father, at this moment, we thank you particularly for this sweet victory today. It's you who has done it, and we are praising your name for it. Lord, all their plans are in your hands. All the plans of the party, represented by the party chairman and secretary here right now, are in your hands. We pray that you glorify yourself in them, morning, noon, and night. And when all is said and done, may greater victories be achieved in the future. For we ask all these in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. May I ask you all to resume your seats and shall we have some silence here? Shall we have some silence here as we prepare to hear from His Excellency the President and now the President-elect? Shall we have some silence, please? Ladies and gentlemen of the media, fellow Ghanaians, A few minutes ago, what was known by me, and indeed by many, many Ghanaians, was announced by the returning officer of the presidential election, the chairperson of the Electoral Commission, Mrs. Jean Mensah, Nana Adodankwa Akufuado, together with Alhaji Muhammadu Mbawumia, have been given four more years by the Ghanaian people to do more for them. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In our system, it is the Electoral Commission that has the constitutional responsibility of declaring the will of the people in an election. Prior to this declaration by the EC chairperson, I received personal congratulatory messages from some of my fellow presidential candidates in the election 7 December. I expressed my appreciation to them and thank them for helping to ensure that the race was largely a keen, exciting contest of ideas whose ultimate goal was the growth and development of Mother Ghana as well as the improvement of the living standards of the Ghanaian people. Fellow Ghanaians, I must at the outset give thanks to Almighty God for his continued mercies and for granting my party, the new patriotic party and I, this all-important win. It has been a hard-fought one, which has resulted in an incontestable result, and we are duly grateful for how far he has brought us. We were confident at the beginning of the campaign that the considerable amount of work we had done since coming into office in 2017 was secure for us four more years in office. 
And the declaration made by the returning officer has set us on that path. For that, I'm extremely grateful to you, fellow Ghanaians, for this victory. I am deeply humbled again by your show of confidence, and I do not take this lightly. There could be that tendency for an incumbent president who has just secured a second term in office to, as it were, take it easy and relax because there's nothing more to lose or prove. I am of a different character. Just as I've been doing since January 2017, I give you my word that I will continue to work very hard to build a prosperous and progressive Ghana for which we yearn. The decisive margin of victory in this election constitutes for me an endorsement of the policies and programs initiated by my government and put before the electorate. And I'm determined to do all in my power to accomplish the task of this new mandate and thereby justify the confidence reposed in me. I assure you, fellow Ghanaians, that I'll do my best not to let you down. The period for campaigning is over, and the outcome of the election has been decided. The Ghanaian people, through the results, have made it loud and clear that the two parties, the MPP and NDC, must work together, especially in Parliament, for the good of the country. Now is the time for each and every one of us, irrespective of our political affiliations, to unite, join hands, stand shoulder to shoulder, and work hard to place Ghana where she deserves to be, a prosperous and dynamic member of the global community, making her own unique contribution to the growth of world civilization. My immediate task will be to continue with the process of reversing the effects COVID-19 has had on our economy and on our lives and put the nation on course for full economic recovery and development. Before the pandemic struck, Ghana in recent years was one of the fastest growing economies in the world. I give you my word we will regain that reputation. Fellow Ghanaians, I say a big aiko to the chairperson, deputy chairpersons, commissioners, directors, returning officers, electoral officers, and the agents of our respective political parties for delivering one of the best elections, if not the best, ever witnessed in our history which has won universal acclaim. The Electoral Commission, even in the midst of the pandemic, has done a yeoman's job, and we can only urge them on to continue along the path and achieve even greater strides in future. The orderly, commendable, and peaceful conduct of Ghanaians on Election Day is to be widely applauded. The high rates of adherence to COVID-19 protocols on the day ensure that the exercise passed off safely. To the security services who ensure the peace and safety of the process, Ghana will forever be in your debt. Your role has been invaluable in preserving law and order. And lastly, but by no means the last, the praise of the nation goes to the media for the extensive coverage provided before, during, and after the conduct of the polls. I also say a big thank you to the domestic and international election observer teams that have been in our country for the period of the election for their concern. I condemn in no uncertain terms the isolated incidents of post-electoral violence in Odododio and Techiman, 
that led to a few regrettable deaths. May their souls rest in peace. We must work to avoid the repetition of such events in future. I thank the national, regional, constituency, electoral area, and polling station executives, elders, and members of my party, the New Patriotic Party, and all the volunteer groups who canvass so effectively for us for their successful efforts. NPP supporters should understandably celebrate and jubilate. But desist from untoward acts. At the end of the day, despite holding different political views, we should all remember that we're all part of one family, one Ghanaian family, with a common overriding agenda, which is to oversee the growth and development of Mother Ghana. Let us continue to conduct ourselves with decorum and maintain the peace and stability of the nation, which is the envy of many around the world. To the Ghanaian people, I say that the work ahead is to advance further the peace, progress, and prosperity of our nation for all. And that is my solemn pledge to each one of you. The battle is the Lord's. May the God bless us all in our homeland, Ghana, and make her great and strong. I thank you for your attention. Thank you very much, Mr. President. And before Mr. President takes leave, Seven FM. Politics is about delivering to the underprivileged in our society. And I think this election has shown to us, and I said this about five years ago at the NDC Congress when I was General Secretary, that I foresee that the NDC and the MPP are the parties that are going to be in charge of this country for the foreseeable future. It's important that we work together in, in civility, with respect and with the nation's interest first. I do believe that the politics is over. The president has won. It's been a tightly contested uh, parliamentary election, as we all see. So we need to reach across the, the house in parliament, especially to work together. I was actually coming to that question. You have been a general secretary before. You understand how internal mechanism works. First, let's talk about what may have accounted for this beating you suffered in the parliamentary election. Was it because you presented candidates that were not the choice of the people? Well, after any election, the party conducts a post-mortem. Uh, we, we conduct a post-mortem, and uh, I think the party will do so. Um, we will look at what happened, and I'm sure we'll be able to come up with uh, solutions and be able to find out exactly why we lost our 63-seat majority in parliament 
and, and came solo. But I'm sure we'll work hard. And it's, we have to learn from lessons of history and so that we can work forward as we go together. But a political party is a human institution. And uh, we have to learn from our experiences. That's the final question will be, you were with the president during the campaign tour. Will you accept a position in his new government? Uh, I don't want you to ask that question. If the president has the... He has the latitude to decide who he thinks fit to compose his new team. And let's leave him that latitude to be able to do so. All of us are Ghanaians, we are patriots, and we have to leave the president to decide on that. Thank you very much, Mr. Kabbalah Japan is a former general secretary of the MPP. Let's speak to Information Minister Kojo Opon Nkrumah. And Kojo, congratulations for your re-election as the member of parliament-elect for the first time in the constituency. Thank you and congratulations to Ghana for a successful election as well. You increase your votes? Yes, by some 6,000 votes. To get 6,000 human beings to vote for you is no joke, my brother. I was in your constituency when we traveled with the president during the campaign tour. Yeah. We came through the Ashanti region, through yeah. part of the central region, ended up at Kimoda, and then your constituency. Yeah. And I saw evidence of uh, what I want to describe as quite a deprived area, yes. bad roads and all that. Yes. With this infactivity, what's the way forward for you? Well, you also saw about six major roads currently under construction because, like you said, they've been in terrible uh, stages for a while now. Our expectation is to ramp up our work and complete same within about some 13 to 16 months and to translate the numbers that we have in Parliament, the numbers that we have in the presidential vote, the mandate that we receive from the people of Ghana into an exercise of completing the unfinished agenda of turning this country around. Now let's look forward and let's look into Parliament. Officially, how many seats have you won? We are going to end up with a majority in Parliament, I can assure you of that. What you need for a majority is 138 votes. And I can assure you that we are going to end up with a majority, a minimum of 138 votes. The number of the seats that we are contesting, uh, because we believe we have won, and that should take our number even beyond um, the minimum that we are looking for. As a former parliamentary correspondent, I, I understand how a slim majority in parliament can impede uh, government business on the floor. What will you be doing to build consensus with your colleagues to get government business through? It starts with what the president said this evening, that the people of Ghana have sent a message to the new patriotic party and the National Democratic Congress that the two have to work together. There needs to be a very high level of collaboration, a high level of cooperation to deliver for the people of Ghana. The time for the petty partisan politics between us is over. The people of Ghana are sending us a very clear message that what we want you guys to do is to come together and to work to deliver value for us. And so what it means is that we have to make the necessary compromises. We have to um, focus on delivering value and not necessarily winning debates and partisan conversations. My final question will be, as we leave here, President Kufuado in his speech, uh, mentioned those who had called him to congratulate him. Has the former president, John Mahama, his main opponent, has he put in a call? I am not aware that the former president, Mahama, has called uh, President Kufuado to congratulate him. But as he mentioned, there are a number of other candidates in the election who have done the honorable thing of uh, calling His Excellency the President to congratulate him. Thank you very much, Kujo Pankrumah. He is the Information Minister. We will we'll get more reactions from the MPP here at the uh, Nima residence of, of, uh, of uh, 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 President-elect Nana Adodankwa Kufuado. But as you may be aware now, it is jubilation for the party as uh, uh, the, the President has given his acceptance speech to the uh, victory speech by uh, the chairperson of the Electoral Commission. Uh, Michael K. Jr. is Ghana's ambassador to India, and uh, uh, he's right here with us. Congratulations, uh, Mike. Well, uh, congratulations uh, to everybody. I want to start by saying a big congratulations to the EC for handling this election in a fantastic manner. Um, of course, congratulations to the um, winner, um, the president of Ghana, Nana Ekufuado, and also congratulations to all the various other presidential candidates, um, especially the runner-up, uh, former President John Mahama, and congratulations to all Ghanaians who took part in this election and showed their hand in what choice uh, they preferred. Um, I want to add this caution because the president told us to celebrate and to jubilate, and we are going to do exactly that. 
but I want to plead with MPP and Ghanaians that there should be no jeering, no booing. We are all one people. We must be magnanimous in victory and we must still show love for each other, play NDC songs, play MPP songs and eat together. I think that is the way forward. Right. Let's talk about the elections. You went into this election uh, um, with a conviction that what you've done in your first four years the implementation of free senior high school program and the other social intervention programs were going to win you a landslide victory. As it turned out, you had to sweat for this victory. What will you say to that? Is it, is it a fact that Ghanaians were not particularly happy with the way you've managed the administration of this country in the last four years? Well, I must say that, um, first of all, I think that the president, in terms of the elections, let throughout. So that wasn't too much of a sweat because we know 51% it's a big margin. The American election was won by 50%. That's it was a reduction in what you got in 2016. Yes, I know, but I want to add the following. I think that the free SHS is one of the reasons why people voted for the president more than the MPs. With regard to the MPs, there was a bit of a problem, which I would call sectorial problems. For example, Galamse. We saw that in most of the mining Galamse areas, uh, quite a lot of the people were not happy with the difficult decisions that the president had to take. And so they were not too excited. Um, especially in Accra, one of the things that some of the people were not happy about was the financial situation with the banks, where some people were threatening that if we didn't pay them the money for ventures like men's gold and so on, they were going to form organizations and vote against for 300,000 and block. I'm sure you heard about all of this. So these are some of the things that made it a tad difficult. But I would rather say that the free SHS rather made it easier for us to be able to have such a lead. Of course, the parliamentary switch was a bit more difficult because of the pertinent issues in certain areas. But we believe that with time, most of the decisions will be understood and we'll be able to explain better what the long-term benefits are of some of these decisions that have happened over 60 years and it's very difficult to rectify in four years. All right, thank you very much. I'm going to let you go. But will you be going back to India? Um, well, uh, I'll discuss that uh, with the president and then we'll see uh, the way forward. But until then... We continue to celebrate and to jubilate. All right, thank you very much. Michael K. Jr. is Ghana's ambassador to yeah, India. So we are coming to you live from the residence of President-elect Nana Adudankwa Kufuado. As I speak to you right now, uh, most of them, they've left for the headquarters of the MPP for what uh, they, they want to describe as, uh, you know, refreshment time. But some ministers are still will try and bring some of them to you and speak to them and find out what they make of this victory and the way forward, especially when, when, when they are going to experience uh, a slim majority in parliament. I remember that President Kufuado uh, on January 7, 2021, will take the oath of office to begin another four-year term. Uh, that uh, surely uh, will be his last term in office, that is, if he's successful to go through the four-year term. But clearly, this is a, a victory he had to work for. At the start of the election, they thought he was going to have it uh, home and dry because of the many social intervention programs that they, uh, they've implemented in the four-year term, but it didn't turn out so. As we speak, the MPP is saying that they have 137 uh, uh, seats in Parliament. We are told that the NDC may have the same. The independent member of Parliament for Formena, we are told, has already pledged his allegiance to the MPP. But for Daniel Kufuadu, the journey that started in 1998, when he first contested the uh, Congress of the MPP to be selected as a flag bearer, but lost to uh, John Ajekun Kufo in 1998, John Ajekun Kufo will go on to win the 2000 election, won it again in 2004. President Kufuadu came back in 2008. He contested the primaries of the party in 2017. He had a run-in with Alan Chermantin. Eventually, he emerged victorious. But when everybody thought he was going to win the 2008 elections, uh, he, uh, he won the first one but was not able to garner the 50 plus one to form the next government. Professor John Yvette Adam Tamils of Blessed Memory in the second one won and the NDC had majority in parliament. Unfortunately, you could not live to see the full term of the presidency uh, when he died on the throne. 
we had John Duamani Mahama, uh, 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 he, he took over from, from Professor Mills, won the election against in 2012. But for the MPP, they, there were some irregularities which led them to the Supreme Court to seek redress. The Supreme Court affirmed the decision of the Electoral Commission. But in 2016, President Okufuado had an infarctive victory. Between him and President John Mahama was over one million votes. And the MPP, unprecedented in the honors of parliamentary democracy, had 169 votes. As we speak today, he is in a position to form another government for the next four years. How that is going to work, we wait and see. But from the residents of uh, President-elect, Nana uh, Adedanko Okufuado, this is Elton Robey for Joy News. Back to you in the studio. Joy 99.7 FM. Elton, thank you very much. And Elton has been coming to you live from the residence of the uh, president-elect. That is Nana Adedanko Akufado there. And we've heard his victory speech. And as you can see, the celebrations are continuing in his residence. Obviously, here with me is Wingsting Amwa, who is, of course, been uh, been on his feet since Sunday night. Yes, uh, since Sunday night, Evans. It hasn't been easy. It hasn't been. Uh, it's been a very long night and days, but um, it's worth it because Ghana wins in the end. Ghana wins in the end, and that's why we put this in right in the middle of of us. Yeah. And it's been the guiding principle for our coverage. It was all about the red, gold, green, black star. And we were determined to see that through and not do anything that would, of course, uh, damage the reputation that we built with you over the time. And so we are uh, glad to say that in the end, Ghana is the ultimate winner. Wasted. Exactly, Evans. Ghana is the ultimate winner. And uh, we know that elections are... Uh, you know, very exciting moments for some and difficult moments for others, particularly if you're winning, you're happy. If you're losing, you're, you're down. But in all of this, one thing that we've come to realize is that you're offering yourself up for election. You're mm-hmm. offering yourself up because you believe that you have the right ideas for the country. Mm. And so if it doesn't go the way you want it, all you have to do is to pick <coughs> yourself up, start all over again. Who knows? You may be lucky the next time. But let me just do a bit of correction because I, I was talking about the... Uh, this thing one, about the uh, parliamentary yeah, one, issues uh, in the Guan. And all of that. So um, <coughs> I, uh, my attention is drawn to some constitutional provisions and constituencies are created for major elections. And so uh, the Guan constituency will be something that would come into play in the 2024 elections. So mm. We still would stay with the 275 uh, constituents, just by way of uh, mm. uh, information, also by way of correction of something that I've said earlier. Talking about Parliament, though, the President, in just his, uh, in his acceptance, in his victory speech um, a short while ago, uh, made a point about what the next four years will mean for party cooperation. And in his view, the outcome of this year's elections is Ghanaians sending a message to both the NDC and the MPP that they must work together. You agree? I, I certainly do agree. Look, um, all of us are Ghanaians. I mean, above all, and that's the underlying principle. We're all Ghanaians. And so if you get to parliament while you're there representing a constituency, you are representing the interest of the group that has elected you. And these, this group that has elected you are Ghanaians. Mm. And so we're expecting you to go and contribute to Ghana's development. Mm. And what a way to do it than to build consensus amongst yourself to ensure that it is no longer about your party needs or your web systems, but the totality of the Ghanaian population saying, these are the things we want, and you say, we're going to do it for you. Many of the times we've seen political parties, you know, being whipped in line. We practice a web system here, and so the uh, chief whips would whip them in line, and when, there's, when they're even voting, they want to ensure that you vote in a particular way, so you have mm-hmm. the whip standing by to ensure that you're voting just as you have been told. What this has taught us, and what the results, you keep hearing the NPP saying they would have a minimum majority of... But they can't tell you by yeah, how many exactly. Minimum majority, that is 138. Mm. And um, the NDC also says they will be having the majority in parliament. We'll leave that for now. Whatever the situation is, what the parliamentary election has taught us is that now more than ever, our members of parliament should find a middle ground, and that middle ground will be the Ghanaian populace. That middle ground would be our development. So what that would mean for you and I is that we will become the center stage. Absolutely. And uh, this, again, comes back to the point about Ghana being the ultimate winner here. And uh, Winston, um, I guess it's time for us to say, uh, well, we're going to just take a rest. 
Yeah. And I'm going to hand over to Gifty. But before and we hand crew. over, uh, you know, yesterday, I need to just say this on a lighter note. Yeah. Now, yesterday, Charles Adam Go and Elsie Go mm-hmm. said we were dressed like poor bears. Oh, okay. Uh, you know those who do Did that. they sing the song for us? Uh, they, they wrote it. Pa, na, na, na. <laughs> Let me say good evening to them. Okay. And we appreciate the fact that they watched us. Yeah. Uh, it's bye from us. Of course, definitely. And Gifty and the boys. Uh, standing by, listen to me, calling them boys. I'm sure something would have my, would have my head for dinner. Uh, but of course, um, they're standing by. Like my attention to the constitutional provisions. Okay, something. Thank you very much. And of course, I mean that's where we go next because they have all the analysis for you. The lot to digest still from what the president just said in his victory speech. And stay with Studio 997, where Gifty standing by with the lots. joyonline.com we've been here since it started in fact before it started we've been through it we've been through it up until the end and well poor bears have uh, a very unpleasant duty if you want to put it that way and our duties sometimes are pleasant sometimes they aren't too pleasant but we do it for mother ghana and tonight like evans and winston said ghana has been the winner we are all proud we're all proud of ourselves we're proud of the country but president akufuado has been saying a lot of things i'm here by the way with samson ladi anyanini and of course raymond aqua and uh, we've been talking a lot behind the scenes we've also been doing a lot of listening president akufuado has spoken yeah. i want to start with first so first of all he talks about how he feels you know what has happened since um the results were declared how he feels what the victory means means to him and to Ghanaians and what he, his focus will be going forward. We'll take it one after the other, but I know you have your highlight, um, Samson. I know you have your highlight. I, give, start... I give the template and he filled in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that reminds me, when, when I used to be a presidential correspondent, sometimes mm-hmm. some of my colleagues you would have a, t- a template because you follow the president for so long and you know the things he says, you know, you get so familiar. So you create a template. Some, some of them used to do that. They create a template and sometimes they just fill in the and here in this house, Kojo Fonkuma was best at, at taking any issue and giving you the template. I see. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond, I'm going to start with you. Let's take a look at your highlight and then we'll go through the things that he said. He says step by step. He admitted it was a largely a keen, exciting contest of ideas. And uh, he said <clears throat> it was hard fought. And uh, the only part, I mean, I was hoping he... He could stay away from incontestable results part because really, I mean, some parties have been being contested as we speak today. So it's mm-hmm. not like incontestable as in the way um, Samson and his colleague lawyers say clearly when the thing is not clear. It's one of the incidents <laughs> that okay, it if happens. Okay, that jumped at you because what I want yeah. you to do is give me what jumped at you. Oh and yeah, we'll take those, it are, one the, those are the things that jumped at me. Okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not done anyway. <laughs> it's, it, I'm, of course, he talked I, about. I don't want you to end up analyzing the whole speech. Not at all. <laughs> he talked about considerable amount of time being spent on the campaign and all of that mm. and he also made the point and, and that's very important mm. that the Ghanaian people have actually decided to ask the NPP and the NDC to work together and by doing so the posturing especially in parliament must change for the collective good of the nation so if I want to single out one single and most important highlight mm. that clearly was sticking out big time it was that point he made about the need for them to work together okay. npp ndc in parliament of the republic of ghana it's also because it's, 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 it's it sounds like an indirect admission that there is really you know Th- there's just, work to be done in just, parliament just this before time that the information minister had actually made comments about they have in and, and I don't know where these terms sometimes they say it's a working majority, they will say it's a functioning majority, mm. and I need the proper understanding of these terms. And, and how it, they it, no, I want an operational definition of them so that okay. they will fit into how I understand these terms, okay. And the training that probably I might should have on them so okay. that we can understand it better. Maybe but Elton or it is uh, key. can help us, it is key. <laughs> that that element ought to be properly defined mm. going forward. We need them to work together. And he made a point. He also made some other points that right. sounded like the 2016, uh, what do you call it, uh, acceptance speech okay. somewhere, we'll somehow. Go into all that. Mm. But, um, um, Samson, what jumped at you? 
So, you know, he began by listing those who had called him mm -hmm. to congratulate him, other candidates. And you remember I had said earlier that at this moment, his biggest wish would be for Mahama to have placed the call. Um, he, congrats, he, he thanked them. I, I need to interrupt you briefly, Samson. We need to go to the NPP headquarters. It looks like something is happening there. For those of you who are listening on radio, we'll see the president. You know, let's, Let me just take you there. I'll tell you, describe for you what, what's going on when we go along. us is Samir Wuku. Well, actually, the president flanked by uh, the vice president, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, and some other people, all of them. I see behind him um, Nana Kumia. Um, I see Samir Wuku, of course, who has the microphone, and it looks like they're singing uh, a song. Um, yeah, he just passed it on to John Boydou, who is now going to speak. Uh, if you are listening on radio, I urge you, like uh, um, like Evans did, to grab your smartphone, try and take a look um, at what's what's going on. Um, we'll, we'll we'll bring you the sound. We'll bring you the sound. Looks like there's going to be a number of speeches uh, um, at this particular program. Um, well, maybe we should take you there right now. Yeah. Let's take you there. Speeches uh, um, at this particular program. We should take you there right now. Mr. President, Fresh President, Young President, Hardworking President, and your vice, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, on your behalf, on the party's behalf, we thank you. We thank you for the hard work. We thank you for the sweet victory. But let me tell you, let's back, Mr. President. The four more years is going to be harder. Four more years will require harder work. The President has assured us he will not relax. We must also not relax. We should be patient and know and hope. And uh, I want to assure you that there will even be more opportunities, better prospects. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Chaboy, 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 Chaboy. Thank you for the hard work you have done, and thank you. Thank you, Chaman, thank you, Chaman. Four more for Nana, four more to do more. Four more for Nana, four more to do more. Ladies and gentlemen, Yawa, His Excellency, the President of our Republic, Nana Ado.
me, me, yeah, by the fire there. I am Jumadin, Assassin, 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 four more years, and the Benjamin. Mentiasemamu, Four more years. And you might have been saying, Four more years to be terminal. Thank you and may God bless you all. Mr. DJ, where the party day, fashion. And so that's uh, the president-elect, Leonardo Dangwa Ekufuado, who just addressed party faithfuls here at the NPP's uh, national headquarters. And these are live pictures that we're bringing you from here. And as you can see, the celebration has already begun here at the uh, national headquarters of the NPP. Try and get some reactions from uh, the NPP's uh, national executives who are here to uh, celebrate uh, with uh, their supporters who are strong here at the party's headquarters. Also, we're just getting a bit closer to some of them uh, to get their reactions to um, the victory that they have. Well, so I'm just uh, catching up with Sami Ewuku um, here. Uh, congratulations, sir. You won uh, the uh, presidential election. Well, how does that feel now? I mean, uh, it's extraordinary. Uh, they deserve the victory. They've worked so hard. We charge them to work for victory. And they didn't sleep. They visited every community. They visited every village. And they meant that they were determined to clinch victory. Let me say congratulations to all NPP supporters watching you and listening to you. NPP is grateful. We are in their debt. All we want to tell all our volunteers that we are so grateful. Tonight belongs to them. They should enjoy the evening. They should enjoy everything that comes with being in, winning an electoral victory. It's my open prayer that we work harder than we did. Well, you have worked hard and you have won, but yeah. that was in the presidential, in the parliamentary, a really close contest between yourself and the But we've proven that we can work from behind to win. We've done it before. We did it in 2000. We did it in 2016. And I'm determined that we work together to win 2024 in an astonishing manner. And I can tell you that we mean victory in 2024. I know it hasn't been easy. Victory didn't come on a silver platter. Uh, let me say that it had to take determination. The national organizer has to retire John Mahama. The national organizer, Honorable Samia Uku, has retired the mortuary man John Mahama. That's what you're hearing from the MPP's um, national coordinator. We have won. This is the, this is the national organizer. And this is Nana B speaking. Number to one, resounding victory. Number one, Atamfuaniu. Nana B. Well, so uh, that is uh, Nanabi, the national youth organizer of the NPP, who's just been speaking to me and says that what well, they have retired John Mahama, just like uh, you heard. We'll try and bring you some visuals um, of the party's uh, uh, um, general secretary, Mr. John Buedu, who is also here. We'll try and get uh, to speak to him pretty shortly, um, right about now, and uh, get him to uh, tell us what his reaction uh, to... Uh, the victory uh, 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 is over here. Well, before we do that, though, let me speak to 
this is the gentleman who composed uh, the MPP's campaign song. But how does it feel? Me and Ketchi, it's in our hand. Onyo, 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 Community. I'm so happy. I'm so glad. Uh, we'll try and speak to uh, John Buedu currently, uh, who is uh, leaving here. Uh, John Buedu is a uh, general secretary of the MPP. Honorable, uh, well, you have won the election. Just quickly give me your reaction uh, to, to that victory. Just quickly give me your reaction to that victory. Uh, Just quickly give me your reaction to that victory, sir. You sir? Just quick reaction to that victory. Well, well, your quick reaction to the victory, sir. It's just acknowledgement of the teeming, hardworking supporters that we have. I want to use this opportunity to thank all our working people, our regional, constituency, national, polling station volunteers, who together work very hard to ensure this resounding. Great. So that is uh, John Buedu, who is a national. MPP, the general secretary of the MPP, giving me his reaction, and uh, he says that uh, and they are going to continue rejoicing. I will try and speak to Joy ninety nine point seven. Joy ninety nine point seven FM. Joy 99.7 FM. Joy. Of course, this is Joy 99.7 FM. Like I said, we are on Love 99.5 FM. We are on a dozen affiliates across the country. This is your election headquarters. We're on your Joy News channel, DSTV 421, Gold TV 144. My name is Gifty Andoapia. I'm doing this with Samson Ladia Nyenene and Raymond Aqua. Earlier, you had Evans Mensa and Winston Amwa. They brought you details looking at specific regions, specific uh, 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 constituencies analyzing the numbers for you. We're here. And we'll look at what President Kufado has said. He has been given the second mandate. He's been talking. You just heard him address party faithful at the uh, NPP's headquarters. And I'll just uh, summarize what he said. He told them that we're going to work hard, as in the party is going to work hard. He asked them to continue to support him. He says that the seats that the NDC has taken away from the NPP, he promised that they would take them back. And he says they are starting today. Four more years to do more, he says. He asked them to understand him and to understand Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, his vice president. And also... Um, because he says he will never forget them. These are the words that he gives them. He says, God bless them and, 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 and told them that after four years, after the, this four years uh, that he's serving, he's sure to hand over the power or give the power, keep the power within, within the N, N, NPP. Uh, what we'll be doing is to try and analyze what he said going forward. Earlier, Raymond talked about what stood up for what stood out for him from the president's speech and Samson was just making his point. Samson, mm. we can we can take you back to make that point. But if you're listening to us I want or watching us, I want you to send us a WhatsApp message. The number is zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Zero five five one 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 nine nine seven. Send us a WhatsApp. What message do you want to share? What do you want to say to who? Just drop it and we will share it with the rest of the world. Something. So the the high point for me among others was where the president acknowledged that it's it's not been an easy, you know, election. Mm. And 
that it gives an opportunity, the present circumstances opens the opportunity for the two parties to collaborate, to work together. Um, if, as we know, they have not been working together as much <laughs> as is expected. Hmm. You know, yesterday Raymond, you know, underscored the fact, which is a fact, that they agree on a lot more things as regards the laws they have to pass and the and the appropriations that they have to take care of for the you know government business to run yeah. but we we know that there are some bigger you know things that come to the house that they disagree so sharply about mm. so um this is if you like, Ghanaians forcing them to begin to work together a lot more. I hope um, so. Which is good. Yes. So let's see if, in fact, that mm-hmm. will, will, will play out. Mm. Especially if, in the end, as they say, they have confirmed 137. 137 is not majority. Mm. 138 is majority. And even that majority is not something that you should be comfortable about. So pretty tight. Right. Okay. All right. Because anything can happen to anybody, any day. And if you need majority on a day and somebody is unwell or something, it can throw okay. your whole thing, you know, out of gear. Um, so that call, I think all of them and also the guys in the NDC... I'm looking forward to, to you know, the few days ahead of us, mm-hmm. what the NDC will say. Uh, I doubt that they intend to make any statements today. Okay. I doubt that uh, President Mahama will speak and talk about these elections today. If he will say something, perhaps it could, it could be tomorrow or in the course of the week or perhaps next week. And when they do then we'll begin to measure the posture, how they intend to go forward mm. uh, as in trying to work together. Because clearly, as it looks, if the outstanding seats um, don't happen to go in their favor, yeah. as in the NPP's favor, then clearly they yeah, still are in trouble. Mm-hmm. They still are in trouble. But you see... Uh, as you listen to the two parties, what each really desires is to have the majority from the word go. So they will have the power to determine who becomes the next speaker of parliament. Yeah. Yeah. Who becomes, you know, the deputy speaker. And then forming the various committees in parliament. In parliament. There's, there's a lot of them mm. in parliament. Okay. So that appears to be the even the most important thing for them to start, most important things for if you listen to Johnson and Sierra Nketiah, you would hear that at each time he says, we are going to pick the next speaker. Yes. You see, and that's what they, they actually, you know, relish. Do you get a sense that they were even much more interested in that part of the conversation than the presidential um, um, results. That's a feeling I got listening to. It, it's to not the, a feeling. It's it's what they communicated. Yeah. What they've been communicating up to this point. Mm, the, because the first yeah. press conference, mm. I think, which happened, I think, about 12 a.m., yeah. that was the focus. The focus flip, was on flip, the parliamentary, yeah. yes, mm. on the parliamentary right. seats and, and how they and have then flipped. there was a next one that followed. Yeah. It was still on the parliamentary. Yes. Came to, to no, talk but to mind us. you, the previous one, after they had talked about the parliamentary seats, the NPP then they, held their press conference and said, did you see these people talk about the parliamentary seats rather than they didn't even talk about the presidential? Right. And so the next one, we heard them say something about the presidential. That's right. And, uh, and in the NPPs, they spoke about the presidential and decided yeah. not to major on the parliamentary. The parliamentary. Because at <laughs> that they're time, choosing their questions. Everybody's playing, everybody's playing <laughs> to their they were, strength. They were unsure. Yeah. You see, they were unsure, but they, they won't they won't tell obviously, you. Obviously. They won't tell you. But now we know that even speaking to them. Whilst they seem to sound as though they are sure about it, mm. you still can't tell exactly that they are absolutely sure. There's a bit of uncertainty that, yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's okay. a bit there. Okay. But now, they, they confirm to you that they have 137. Mm-hmm. 
and they know that uh, Andrea Macon Formina, my guy. <laughs> they know that you know. We've we'll been hoping to talk to him all day. Actually, he, his phones are off. He even when they were driving him out and pushing him out of parliament, he kept saying one thing: that he, he will win. win and when he wins, his victory will be for the NPP. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know? I think I find him to be a very principled guy. But you know, the the coming days will tell us what will actually substantiate that uh, perception that we have. Raymond, you've been wanting to jump into this mm. parliament's co- conversation. I think we'll just it, stay on this and finish it. V- yeah. Very much yeah. so. It's also because you know the comparison that was made to the 1979 situation. Mm. People forget that Liman did not have the minority in parliament. People should not forget that. In fact, he had a majority of one. <laughs> a slim majority of one. If this Formina incident joins the MPP's mm-hmm. own, it could equally be a similar situation. Okay. Now, what was more interesting about Liman's own, and I think the point that we needed to make constitutional changes was more to do with the fact that because for the first time, it was in that 79 constitution that we said you shouldn't appoint anybody from parliament so they occupy both the executive role of minister and also be a member of member parliament. parliament. So Liman appointed nine of his ministers and deputy ministers from parliament. Okay. All of those nine had to resign. Hmm. Luckily for him, when they resigned, and, and, and this nine included Harry Sawyer, the late okay. Harry Sawyer. Okay. Now, when the nine left parliament... They actually went for by-election. Even after the by-election, his party won all the seats that they lost. Don't forget that there was a 10th person whose by-election, he never occupied it. That is General FIFA, won his election, joined that particular 1979 parliament of Lehman, but he could never occupy the seat because he was executed. Okay. So they had to go for a by-election in Mampong. And that man, Pombay election, added up to the 10th person for the UNC. Highlight for me the comparison you're making. The here. comparison here is mm-hmm. that, one, it is not the case, and people have been saying it a lot, that in Liman's time, Liman had a minority in parliament. Okay. Indeed, when they want to distinguish that situation from what is currently happening and say that, oh, we in the MPP may have a majority of one. I am stressing to them that in Liman's time, he had a majority of one. Okay. Indeed, he had 71, and, and I could go through the figures, but he had 71 MPs for his PNP. Victor Usu's PFP had 42. William Oforiates UNC had 13. Frank Banasco, the ACP, they had 10. Ibrahim Mahama's HDF had three, and there was one independent candidate. And how did things go in that particular parliament? Because, mind you, we're trying to make I get draw you, some comparison I get you. here, right? Now, Liman's parliament was truncated, and one of the incidents that happened in parliament was the rejection of the budget. The budget. Mm-hmm. Now, the man could not appoint M- ministers from parliament. <laughs> the people he appointed in parliament had been removed Root. from that parliament. Okay. There was a big gap between his parliament and the executive. Mm. And they were not functioning properly. Going forward... I think that's the basis of Samson's fears yesterday. I get you. But my other point is that Mm -hmm. going forward... Mm -hmm. And I'm only saying that because I wanted to clarify the point people are making clearly. That, oh, no. Lima's case was in the minority. Mm. And minority, we are not in the minority. So you can't say the same. We are even in the majority of one. one. If they... If the independent candidate joins us, we are actually going to have one more person. Okay. I am asking them to exercise caution mm-hmm. that, that it's factually inaccurate to claim that Liman was in the minority. Okay. And that the 71 was in the majority. Secondly, it was also because there seemed to have been some friction between the executive and the legislature. So when a few of the people Liman could rely on 